This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Sorepreneurs, Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. From teenage mom to a recognized top 100 national trial lawyer, award-winning international speaker, number one best-selling author, and successful business and legal strategist, Chevelle certainly knows how to soar, uninterrupted. She's here today to empower and educate you with effective business and legal strategies you can use to build and scale a successful business without interruption. Get ready. Get set. Let's soar. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Chevelle McPherson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted. I have the awesome, the amazing, the brilliant, and the fabulous Shelly <laughs> Hipsky, Dr. Shelly Hipsky, for all of you. Hello. Girl, how are you? I am fantastic. I'm delighted to be here with you, Chevelle. You're I am. You're I'm happy best. to have you. Welcome to Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted, darling. I'm so excited. I feel like we should have like a glass of wine or something. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so listen, listen, everyone. Um, Dr. Shelley Hipsky is not only uh, an amazing entrepreneur and a superwoman mom and a businesswoman and like an 11-time like international best-selling author, speaker, entrepreneur, keynoter. I mean, I could go on and on and on with her accomplishments. Um, I love her to death. She's also a personal friend of mine. And I can't say enough about how amazing she is. Because she's not just an amazing woman. She's like an amazing human being. Okay? And I say that because even with all of the things, we're going to talk about your role here, with all of your journey, your what I call the sorepreneur uninterrupted journey, with the things that you've gone through, but you've made it to to be, you know, all those great things I just described. But in, in along the way, you keep giving back and you keep helping and you keep serving. And I think that's amazing and awesome. So I want the listeners to, first and foremost, um, I want them to know that you were, you were a tenured professor as well, which I left that out. Yes, I was uh, for a decade. So uh, let's, talk, let's talk about that, how it's all started for you as a tenured professor and then how that brought you into this role of entrepreneurship and the magazine and all the other amazing things we'll get to later. So let's Fantastic. start with that. Okay, let's 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 rewind. Let's rewind it back. Take them back. <laughs> uh, so I was a professor. I was actually very um, very focused on the education arena of educating um, future teachers, uh, future leaders of school districts, and then um, moved into the leadership of leaders. Uh, so that was my undergrad to my doctoral students, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, but about halfway through uh, my my tenure as a professor, I met a woman who completely changed my life, and that that's a that's a story. Do you want to hear a little bit about? Clara? So yeah, I do. So let me just back up a little bit. Where were you a tenure professor at? Robert Morris University, right outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. And how long were you a tenure professor? For a decade. For a decade. Okay. So you are going along your merry life with this wonderful job, this wonderful career. Um, You were happy at some point, correct? Yes. And you were 
living what I call like the American, I call career dream. And, and I say that because like, even me being an attorney, like we're just having right now we're having girl talk. Okay. So okay. I okay. say that as me being an attorney, it's like, you know, I went to college and then law school and then I was a prosecutor and, you know, it, and everybody's like, Oh, you're doing great. And you're climbing this ladder and you, you know, you become super successful. But then, like you said, something happens. Yeah. Then you so, go, I don't feel like, you know, tell us yeah. about your something, that your wall. Yes. Yes. So um, there was definitely um, an inspiring impetus to making the change. Um, but then there was also a real life reality check. Um, if, we're, if, we're going, if we're going, you know, real deal. Um, I, real deal. Transparent. I found out that, that my husband was cheating on me. <laughs> okay. No, listen, I love it. Because- and- no, listen, here's the thing. I love this part because you know why? Listen, I know. And and listen, we're going to do real talk today because here's the deal. You found out your husband was cheating on you. Yeah, and you know, there was a lot of issues there. A lot of issues with that. And so what happened in like, what happened to Shelly? So um, I had, I had, wow. So uh, when I found that out, I remember like, a day after I found out that like my marriage was crumbling and I like thought that I, you know, I, to all, all the outside world, my, my life was great. Yes. Um, and I went to this seminar, um, for other people that were, you know, these very empowered, um, empowered women. And, um, the, the host of the conference stood up in front of everybody, like a couple hundred people. And, and she saw me in the audience and she said, oh, Dr. Shelley, uh, Dr. Um, Inspiring Lives with Dr. Shelley, which was my TV talk show that I had at the time while I was a professor. And she said, oh, and she, she really called me out on the table I, like, in front of everybody. She said, what's going on in your very personal but not private life? And I stood up because she was, she like had me stand up and she was like, what's going on in your, you know, because already like back in this time it was like twitter was like all over the place and right you know, people were seeing me on their tvs every day and um because at this at this time you were on tv yes i was on tv right. um and so it, you were known you were, you were famous in that world yes and, in that world in the in the professor world and in the the media right. world and she kind of called me out and like, I stood up and like tears just came down my face. And I was like, well, actually my, um, she, she had called my life perfect and not private. And I was like, you're right. It is not private. And because of that, I have to stand here right now and say that my, my marriage is crumbling and tears just started coming down my face. And I was like, and I'm totally going to need to regroup and realize that I'm going to be a single mom to a three-year-old and a five-year-old. And um, at that point, uh, the television show had been, um, I had to underwrite it because there was this big thing that, uh, so I had to, I had to go out and cut the, the check for that. So I was kind of forced into <laughs> the sponsorship fell through the very last minute. So I was kind of forced into, okay, I have to form an LLC. I have to become a company. Um, so I would... You have to do all this in the midst of your marriage crumbling. Exactly. Like everything was falling down around me. Like I felt like, how the hell am I going to do this? And um, 
I just kind of took a deep breath. And at that point, realized that um, the TV show was going to have to be done in a different way. Um, And then I switched that to Empowering Women Radio. And you were on that, Chevelle. Um, And then I collected those 100 top stories and created um, the Common Threads book series that all went international bestseller. Um, so I took those stories because I myself was looking for this inspiration, empowerment, and balance. I was trying to figure out how right. the hell to do it. Um, so I went out and I interviewed these incredible women from around the globe, um, got that answer, and then gave that answer to the women of the world. So time goes on. I, I'm powerhouse single mom. I'm doing the empowered women stuff here. Um, I you know, do all that stuff. I'm keynoting around the world. I'm writing more books. I'm doing this kind of stuff. Um, but there, there came a time when that, the media company, the inspiring lives international began to really just blow up. It was like, it was exciting. And I knew that I needed to take on employees. I needed to, um, take on, you know, just a bigger presence as a true CEO in the company. And that meant that I had to retire at 40 years old from my teaching position that just yesterday I was talking to um, Dr. Michelle Langbean and she said, how did you do it? Weren't you scared to death? She's like, no one gets tenure. It's like tenure is like a one in a million thing. Right. So people don't leave it, particularly young people. Like it's just not, Right. But my, my baby at that point, you know, I, I had my, my little ones. Um, but then my company became my baby and I had to, I had to raise it up right. And I had to make more flexible time for my children so that I could be a a really good mompreneur as well. And also, as you know, my nonprofit, the global sisterhood. So, um, I wanted to continue to be able to give. So there, there was just tons of things sort of on my plate and I had to make this decision. And I, I also did get remarried to a fantastic man. Yay. yay. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, so yeah, there was, there was some real dark hours there of how am I going to do this? Why am I going to do this when I have the cushy salary job with the benefits and the respect of being up in the ivory tower? (laughs) Right. No, you know what? I love, no, the thing that I love about your story is because when I talk to it, first, first and foremost, you, you just said that like you're 40 years old, you have tenure at a, a, a university Yes. Um, at which time also like your marriage is falling apart, right? Right. Your marriage falls apart. You're 40. You're going to, you have two small children, mm-hmm. right? You're Three on five. TV, right? You're on TV. Yep. You have a TV show. You're writing. Everybody's up in my business. <laughs> and you had to, and despite all that was going on in your personal life, you still had to keep pushing forward in your business because you still had to, you had to make sure Shelly Hipsky and the kids were going to be okay. Absolutely. Right. Would you Absolutely. say that in the midst of all that? Cause like when I look back to my life, like, you know, like I, you know, you know, my story. So I had my kid when I was a teenager and life was tough and, like you, I mean, I had a different, different obstacles, but obstacles are obstacles. I had to raise my kid and finish high school and then go to law school and then from there still go. So even though my personal life was like difficult with this, you know, being a single mom, I, my son became my why. 
and, it, yeah. and he pushed me to make sure I finished school. He pushed me to make sure I finished law school and to go on to do. So would you would you say when you look back at that time, like what was it that said, you know, regardless what's going on in my personal life, I still and, re, and also the, it's a lot going on with you because not only that, but the, to walk away from the tenure, too. So I'm going to walk oh. away from the tenure. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to do Shelly Hipsky. I'm going to do <laughs> Shelly Hipsky and I'm going to move forward for my children. What was going through your head at the time in terms of motivating you that you're walking away from this tenure, the marriage is over, you're 40, but you have this, obviously, lots of great opportunities in front of you. So what got you to just keep pushing in that direction? I think I think it's like the kids' faces and knowing that I have always wanted to be able to look at my daughter and say, you know, this mommy lived her life to the fullest and to my son and say, I did it. I, I really, I have become who I was meant to be. And, and there came a point when I knew that being in the little professor box mm-hmm. while I could do it, and, and the other thing that now I'm thinking about is how hard I worked to get tenure because that was an excruciating process and very, very difficult. Um, and, and I think that that was another reason everybody thought I was so crazy because I, I had just gotten this, you know, the brass ring. I right. had just gotten there. Um, but I... You had the golden, you had the golden handcuffs. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. The golden, for, for just for the listeners, we know like the golden handcuffs is like you got this great position and you, you've achieved and you're successful, but you're tied to something that's okay. probably not in alignment with your spirit at the time. Would you not say? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So you decided to take those golden handcuffs off and go make your own. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about that. So I, I did. I, I definitely went and made my own and I formed an incredible team. Um, right now I'm writing my 13th book and I'm, I'm, the chapter I'm on right now is how to form a team. And um, just, I, I think that that was, was such a big turning point, particularly when I met uh, Kelly Frost, who I consider my work wife. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> because she, um, she really took a lot of the... Um, business stressors off of my plate. Um, not completely because as a CEO, I, I still have to deal with a lot of it. Um, but I was able to focus more on the creative and the aesthetics and the writing and the dreaming and the bigger picture. Um, because I found the right person to help me with my company and help, um, to kind of be that, that right hand to get me over some of those humps. Cause you know, it is a roller coaster ride being a sorpreneur. I'm telling oh, yeah. you. That. Listen, I tell people all the time, the road is not a straight road. It's up yep. and down. And that's why I always say, but we have to be, we have to do this and we cannot be interrupted. We can, we can stop. We can get knocked down. We can get, you know, uh, pushed up into a situation, but we can't let it interrupt us. You know, right. No, if, there, if you have a big no time, it's not going to happen. <laughs> what would you say? And I'm going to talk more um, in a little bit about like all the things you're doing now. But before we get into that, um, what would you say to the aspiring, especially women, right? Because we put a lot on our plate and we, I think a lot of times 
even if you, whether you have a husband or you don't have a husband that support, at the end of the day, we still feel responsible for like our families. Right. And at the end of the day, even if you have a husband, even if he's the most supportive husband in the world, mm-hmm. we are, you know, a husband or significant other to be politically today. Even if you have a significant other um, or a spouse today, um, for most of the, the woman in the relationship, I think a lot of it still, we kind of take on like this innate responsibility that we're responsible for making sure everybody's okay. We're like such nurturers and such caregivers. So what would you say to that woman out there that's like aspiring to do the business, that's aspiring to leave the golden handcuffs or is in a situation um, where she knows that she's destined for more, she knows that there's more, but she's scared to take the leap of faith, thinks that um, it's going to be difficult with the children or whatever is going on, what would you say speak to that woman? I would love to speak to that woman. Hi, honey. <laughs> Hi, honey. <laughs> speak to that woman. <laughs> okay. Listen up, honeys. This is what I have to tell you. First of all, don't jump. Don't leave without any parachute. Yes. You need to make sure you have a plan. You have to have a plan of action. Um, I've, I've seen too many women try to take that leap without being prepared for it. And it's not easy. So please make sure that you are prepared financially um, because you're going to need to have some capital. You're going to have to have some credit. There's a bunch of different things you need to think through. Um, That's why I was, um, I'm for Morgan James, I'm writing the startup solution for the empowered entrepreneur because I want to be able to hand a woman this book and have them be able to sit down and create their business and let it really just have the magic happen so that they can have that solution. Um, because they, need have problems. A, they need to have a plan. They definitely need to have a plan. Um, you need to have a plan A, B, C, and Q. <laughs> <laughs> because it's probably not going to work out the way you originally thought. You right. have to be open to that. You have to be well, flexible enough. You know what? I want to, I want to speak to that for a moment. So, I, I, I agree with you, but this is how I, this is how I see it, right? Yeah, I yeah. think that at some point you have to jump because yeah. if, you don't, if you don't jump, you'll never know what's out there. But like you said, I think that um, you have to have, because there's no guarantees in life, right? I right. think that you, if, when you go in business, you have to have some type of, of financial backing, whether you can have a job that's going to mm-hmm. support the business, right? right? So you could be working. I usually tell some of my entrepreneurs, um, listen, don't quit the job until you have enough money to replace it with the business. So maybe you can, mm-hmm. maybe they can start off with the business being a side hustle, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the job can invest in it or they can um, get loans or they can use their credit or they, they can, but they have to have something in place so that they can sustain themselves. Correct. Yes. And then absolutely. it starts to do more Then you can lean back on, you know, let the job go or pay the loan off. But you do have to be realistic about your life. Like, especially if you have children, you have to make sure that they're going to be able to eat and things of that nature. So I, I agree with you. I think a plan is critically important. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's not even just eating. I mean, like you have to have a roof over their head. Yes. It was like, I'm, you know, I'm running my kids to Kung Fu and voice and you know <laughs> right all these things cost money and you have to it, as, a, as the mom you're going to feel major guilt if you can't provide in those ways um Absolutely. 
So you, you have to you have to look at the the whole picture yeah. um, before you make that leap. Um, and then for me, it was really I mean the team is so important for me. I know that there's a lot of solopreneurs. Yeah. So having having te- a team or support. So right. if, if I would have at the time had like the, the super husband, maybe that would have helped me to do it. But because I didn't at the time, I was I found an incredible woman to help me um, handle some of the things. You know, you're going to have gaps. Right. You're going to have to fill them in somehow. And there's only 24 hours in a day. So you're going to need to make sure that you can fill those in and, and right. often team or even, even like if it's a virtual assistant, right. Right, you're going to Some need, type of help. you're going to need your people. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, right. so establishing who's going to do that help and who you can trust, mm-hmm. yes. you know, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing that I want to speak to too is, um, you and I, I don't see 40 years old. Um, no. But to the twenty-year-old, they think forty is old, right? Right, right. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, I, right? I just realized that, like, the, the, when we're saying when I was saying forty to, to, in the professor world, that is like a baby, right? Exactly. Um, like, so nobody leaves at that time. They right. leave when like they're like sixty, seventy, eighty. Right. Like, so right. yeah. But yeah. when you when you are literally almost starting a new career. Um, with children, a new life. So you started a new life at 40, right? And there's some people, like I said, the 30 years old, the 35 year old, they think, oh, it's too late. I can't do it. Right. And it's like, right, exactly. (laughs) Right. I I, listen, I've sat in, I've sat in groups with entrepreneurs where I see some women that are like 60, you know, and 65. I have another guest coming on the show. She's like, she started at 60, you know. So I think that it's not ever too late for it's someone not. to pursue their dreams. Would you Absolutely. Absolutely. It's never, ever, ever too late. How do you think? The only, how do you, only thing stopping you is you. Exactly. How do you think you would have felt if you would have said, okay, I'm 40, but I'm tenured and this is comfortable and how do you think you would have felt if you would have kept those golden handcuffs on? Oh, <laughs> I, it comes down to, could I do it? Should I do it? Like, could I have done it for the rest of my life? Absolutely. Was I good at it? Damn straight I was. But should I have done that? No, because like, let, let me walk with you, please. So. <laughs> Like, I, I mean, I look at the, the magazine, the, right. the Inspiring Lives magazine, and what we have been able to do to inspire women around the planet right. um, with that platform. And that couldn't have happened if I wouldn't have taken that leap. Uh, so there's, I mean, there's so many thousands of people, millions that at some point it's going to be, if it's not already, that have been affected by inspiring lives. And if I would have been just in my classroom mm-hmm. with, between those four walls, it's kind of selfish, isn't it? I and love I it. Been helping all those Listen, women. I love it because here's the thing. And you say this, and this is a perfect time to even say it to the listeners. You were in golden handcuffs inside a room with four walls. 
now the world is your classroom. Yes, right? absolutely. So, That's so love that. the world is your so classroom. True. And so this is what I want the entrepreneurs that are out there listening and the women that are out there and all the people that are striving for more. Dr. Shelley Hitsky just said one critical thing, to not go and do that and make a bigger mark on the world and to put your gifts out there is selfish. It's really? completely selfish because she has written like you're on book number 13, right? Mm-hmm. And these yeah. are international best-selling books, which means that your message has crossed the borders of the U.S. and it's across Absolutely. the international you know, side, right? Yes. So you're yes. reaching people, women all over the world. You could not have done that as a tenured professor, right? right. You now right. have Empower You, another uni- your university where you're yes. working with entrepreneurs. You could not have done that inside that university with your beautiful tenured golden handcuffs, right? And I'm, I'm really emphasizing this because I think that entrepreneurs with a gift and talent really need to understand that they need to make their mark in the world. It doesn't matter what the obstacle is, soar beyond it. Don't let it interrupt your journey because the world is waiting to receive your gifts. Would you not agree? Absolutely. And, and, I, I really, I feel like we really hit on something today with the, the fact that if you're, if you're holding, if you're holding all your talents and you're, you know, you're keeping them too close to your chest and you're, you're like, Oh, I'm not going to share this with the world. What's that? Yes. Don't do it. It's selfish. It's wrong. You like so many people could benefit from either your product or your service or your education or your whatever you're putting out there. You know what I usually say? This is what I always say. When I leave this earth, I want to leave empty. I want to have left this earth knowing that I gave all of the gifts that my creator gave to me, that I just Mm -hmm. left them here on earth so that they could benefit other people and that they could now become better in their lives and in their businesses. If I do that, I feel like I have served my purpose. You have, you have. And I've always said, I want to be living my legacy out loud right now. Exactly. Like, you know, I know the roles of the legacy, but let's do it now. I agree. So that we can, you know, leave, leave it here and, and leave it big and leave it proud. I agree. So this is what I want to do. It has been, it's it's been great. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, We're not leaving yet. We're coming back because right now it's been great. You've shared your story and your journey and how sometimes you have to always say, sometimes you got to, get rid of what's good just to step into what's better, right? And so we've shared that with the listeners today, but I want to take a brief commercial break and then we're going to come back. And when we come back now, I just want you to tell everybody all about what Dr. Shelley Hitsky is up to today, how she is leaving her mark on the world and how she is just, you know, blowing up everywhere. Okay. I'll I'll be ready. (laughs) So we'll be right back. Give us a moment. We got to go take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. Are you a coach, consultant, expert, or service-based entrepreneur? Are you ready to build a sustainable business, scale a business to six figures or beyond, or legally protect your business? If you answered yes to any of these questions, we have a gift just for you. 
At Soar to Success Academy, entrepreneurs just like you hire us to accelerate their income and protect their profit. Today, you can download a free copy of our business Soar Blueprint. This blueprint will give you a step-by-step -step roadmap on how to not only build a profitable business, but how to also legally protect it. Your business Soar Blueprint is just a click away. Go to ChevelleMcPherson.com to claim your free blueprint and start building a profitable and protected business that will give you greater impact and greater income. Calling all speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted. I was speaking with the amazing and awesome Dr. Shelly Hipsky before we left for a commercial break. And she was sharing with us earlier uh, about how she uh, walked away from a tenure position and how, you know, she didn't let uh, a divorce stop her. And she just has continued to soar uninterrupted in everything that she's doing. And today... Um, just by way of background, Dr. Shelly Hipsky is um, the CEO of Inspiring Lives International. Yes. She's also the president of the Global Sisterhood. Uh, she's received Entrepreneur of the Year awards. She is an inspiration. She is a powerhouse. She is just, she's just amazing. She's an international best-selling author of 12 books, and she's working on book number 13. Am I correct? Thank you, are correct. Um, so this is what, what I want to know. I want to know, other than all, and if, first of all, how are you keeping up with doing all of those things? Let's just tell us about life and balance. Life and balance. So I really have learned to, you know, do the, that morning routine, mm -hmm. uh, which for me includes things like meditation. Um, and this is before the kids even get up. So it's pretty darn early. And I don't, I'm kind of known for not sleeping much, which is not good. But <laughs> I know, I've called you in the wee hours and you've like responded. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much at any hour. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely, um, it, it's meditation, it's working out, it's eating right, it's um, being in the moment when I'm with my children and when I'm with my husband and with my friends. Um, so it's, it definitely is a balancing act. And, you know, I'm at the, the age now that my, my kids are, are in like fourth and sixth grade. So they, they need driven around everywhere. And I'm the mommy tag. And you have the cat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened on one of these. I've done hundreds of these podcasts. <laughs> so, and I'm also a cat mom. <laughs> right. That's right. So... <laughs> But you know what? You know what I also want to talk to you about? So you, you also have, in addition to all those wonderful accolades I just described, you have Empower You University for Entrepreneurs. Tell us about that. Yes, and that has been absolutely fantastic because I really, truly am a teacher at heart and I love to pass on knowledge. Um, but I always wanted to do it in my individual style. And right. You wanted, to do it, you wanted to do it your way and not and, and with the golden handcuffs at a university. So tell us a little bit about your university, Shelly, Dr. Shelly Hipsky's 
Empower You University. Tell us about that. So it is it's the Empower You Masterclass and I have absolutely adored doing it because, and so many of my students that were my students, either for my undergrad or my master's degree program that I was teaching at at the traditional university, and a lot of my doctors right now, so many of my students are former doctoral students of mine, Um, but they've just seen such miraculous things. And it, it, it tends to be for entrepreneurs since I'm an entrepreneur, but we have had some people that are um, in in the nonprofit realm and some other realms, but it's all women that are seeking this empowerment, inspiration, and balance that I've done all my research on throughout my career. Uh, But what do you, what do you think the biggest, what do you think the biggest challenge is for your students? Oh, time always. Yeah. We're we're always (laughs) trying to juggle it all and, um, but that that's when the, I, I do all my one-on-ones, um, they can be done through Skype or they can be done in person. And, you know, I've had a, a major brainstorm about a business that was created, Christine Furman. She was my undergrad student, my master's degree student, and then she went on to be my Empower You student. She created her whole business during our one one-on-one um, that is now just thriving. Right. Um, so... And, and we did that over pomegranate martinis at my favorite Chinese restaurant. See, right? <laughs> and that's the, listen, that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur and stepping out away from the four walls of confinement of an institution or an educational institution um, or a corporation is because now you actually get to do life on your terms, right? You know, so you can, yeah. Best for not only myself, but for my students. And when exactly. I... So I have a federal trademark for um, adult learning style uh, way of doing adult learning, um, and that's for differentiated design. And I, when we created that whole curriculum back in the day, Dr. Janine Blackburn and I, we didn't know that I was going to someday have Empower You and really be able to teach wherever I wanted to teach and, right. and but how you know come come live into people's homes. Um, as opposed to standing in front of a classroom and having sleepy students at night classes or morning class, really, really mm-hmm. early morning classes, then they could do it on their own time. And we could meet at a restaurant or we could meet over yoga. Or we could walk around a beautiful mm-hmm. at North Park and um, chat it up there. I, I how do you, how do you, how do you find, because um, you, this is your second sort of second cohort. Time. Second time. You did it once before. This is the second round of your mastermind, the Empower You. So, what have you how have your students like transformed? Oh my God. In such amazing ways. Like so many businesses have grown. So many businesses have been created. So many businesses have just like they and and the beautiful thing is that we've got that whole balance component. Right. We're all are seeking. And like I, Dr. Janine Blackburn, who I have the federal trademark, she, she um, took my Empower You class. She's like, I need, I need Empower You 2.0 right now. She said, mm-hmm. because not only did her business get huge and sustainable and fantastic, and that's Color and Kelna's her business that she's the CEO of, but that, that did fantastic. But she also, when we sat down to do our action plan, she put down that she needed to lose some weight. And I'll be damned if she didn't lose 63 pounds. Well, you know, you know, listen, there is, there is power in, there is power in 
memorializing something and committing to get it done. Right. And I believe especially it doesn't whether it's in your life or whether it's in your business. I find that commitment is critical. You know, yeah. two, the two most important things I find with my clients and, and, and people who I work with and speak to, yeah. it's the mindset and it's commitment, right? I'll take it a step farther. I'll take it a step farther because the mindset is the commitment and then it's the accountability. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. I, if you have a coach or a We're going to talk about that. That's yeah. next. I'm glad you brought that up because here's the thing. You are so right. Mindset is critically important because obviously you have to get your mind transformed to number one. I talked about this earlier with someone else, having a mindset of of what your value is, what your worth is, and also a a return on investment mindset is critically important, right? Because you you have to really get your mind in a place to be receptive for where you're trying to go, not where you are, but where you're trying to go, right? And then, um, and, and, after you work on the mindset part and one of the things you just talked about was the accountability. It's vital. And and that, that is one of the main reasons that the people that are taking my class are taking my class. And I keep getting asked, like by, I talk to publicists all the time. They're like, how are you marketing this? I'm like, I didn't even needed to market it because my people from my global sisterhood and my, you know, my people that read inspiring lives magazine, they, they wanted, they needed, they want, And you know, it's interesting. No, it's interesting because I even had a conversation with someone earlier about this. We were talking about like your messaging, right? So if you are putting messaging out there that is resonating with people's pain points, you never have to sell. And you just said a prime example. You don't have to do all the marketing and try to find all these people because if you are, the one thing that I know about you, you are surrounded by your ideal clients, right? So you are where they are. So now all you have to do is communicate to them what you are doing that's in, in a manner that's resonating with what they need. And now you're going to have like students enrolling without you having to convince anybody. Because I don't believe that sales should be convincing. I, I believe that sales should be offering your services to the right people in a way that they can relate to. And you never have to sell. Would you agree? Absolutely. And that, that's, that's the beautiful thing about real relationships yes in the business world yes and if you're really creating sustainable a uh, foundation yes or then and relationships relationships are are important because it's almost like I'll, I'll also tell some of my clients it's like you wouldn't go out on the first date with someone and say let's get married right. no you go out you date you date again you build a relationship it's the same thing in business yep. if you build a re- like if I, I don't have to really sell myself to people because I put myself out there. They watch, they follow. You develop a tribe of, of raving fans that love what you do. And they know that you're about service. They know that, you know, they see you getting results in your business. They see your clients and other people who work with you get results. So they want to be a part of that tribe. They want to be a part of that community. And that's like how it is with you. Like you have a huge, the inspiring lives community. Um, it's huge. It's global. You know, I mean, even when I, we had this conversation before, when I went to South Africa, right, I was able to tap into um, friends and, and, and people that I met at, because I was part of the Global Sisterhood, which is really a community of just great women. You know, a lot of inspire, inspirational, empowering, entrepreneurial women that are like-minded. 
that hold each other accountable, that support each other. So it's a wonderful, and you've created that community. And I thank you for it. And I know that, you know, everyone who's a part of it thanks you for it. But I can't emphasize enough how important it is to get into communities that your like-minded people and peers and friends are. Your, go where your prospective clients are if you want to do business with people. And just put yourself, you have to put yourself out there. And, and, can, and can, we talk, can we talk about that accountability a little bit more? Because I, I had this conversation before, too. And so I'm a business coach. I hired a business coach. You know, you're an educator. People hire you. You were trained. You had mentors. People, you, people for some reason, I don't know why, um, entrepreneurs, when they first start out, mm-hmm. they want to figure everything out by themselves. There's no point. <laughs> the wheel. <laughs> no point. Can you emphasize? Yes, it's no point. Like you have a blueprint for success. I have a blueprint for success because of several things. Number one, we hit those walls. We had those difficult challenges. So we came out with some experiences that have enlightened us and have allowed us to create a blueprint that we can pass on to someone else. Absolutely. Right? And we've been trained and we've had coaches and mentors who have shown us some things that we didn't necessarily know, even with all of our level of expertise and experience, right? So now, so now we can use all of that education, all of that experience and our blueprint and someone else, a prospective client, another entrepreneur can come along with the right mindset that they're willing to invest in us in that blueprint and that role will be so much easier for them. Would you not agree? Absolutely. Hands down. I mean, that, that's, that's how it works. That's how it works. Don't know everything. Right. You you may know everything about your niche area and that's fantastic. Right. Make you the expert, but you don't know everything about everything and you have to know what you don't know and figure out how to fill in that gap. And very often it can be from books as a resource, but also people. I mean, connections are, connections are huge. They really are. I always say, you know, I always say like your network is your net worth. And it's true. Yeah. You know, show me your closest friends. I'll show you your future. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at one of my, closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I love Dr. Shelly because, you know, listen, at the end of the day, like, people who are like-minded, that are success-driven, that are balanced, that understand, you know, what it takes to be in business, but also understand service, your values are aligned. I love having those type of people in my circle, you know? My circle is very small, but my circle is very powerful. Right. Would you not agree? And that's another thing that entrepreneurs, everyone out here is not your friend and everyone doesn't even deserve to be in your circle. You have to really align yourself with people that are similar to you, that people that are going the same road that you're going, people that understand you, but also people that will give you constructive criticism when you need it. And they will give you some guidance when you need it. That's that's what this that's what being an entrepreneur, being in business, living. That's what it's all about. Right. Definitely. Definitely. So would you like to share um, with the listeners? I know you've shared a lot and I appreciate it. Um, If you had to share 
like one big nugget for an entrepreneur that's on this sorepreneur uninterrupted journey, what would that be? You're filled with so much, so much wisdom and we've shared a lot. <laughs> but if you had to share, like, if you could give them like one nugget, what would that be? Wow, you know, I would, I thought I was going to say something else, but um, I think my big nugget for your Sorpreneur Uninterrupted listeners today would be that the best way to rise is to rise together. I love it. Thank you. I just, I feel that, um, and I wouldn't want to be at the top by myself anyways. (laughs) It's lonely at the top when you're alone. It is. Um, But if you're rising together and you've got, you're taking other women by the hand or other, other people by the hand and raising them up with you. You're not only going to get there faster, but it's also going to be better quality and you're not going to be lonely up there. No, yeah, no, I agree. I think that that's, I think that's really good too, because um, there is no, there is no place. This world is abundant, right? That's the first thing, right? Um, there's no really room for uh, or reason, I should say, for um, isolation and selfishness, mm-hmm. right? When you isolate yourself, you're not allowing yourself to benefit from other people. You're not allowing yourself to benefit from mentors and and people that have gone before you. You're just you're you're really you are somewhere stuck trying to probably reinvent a wheel that's been built very well, right? So isolation. It is is just not good, and and loneliness is 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 not good for your business. It's not good for your life. We were put here, you know. We were put here to 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 be of service to other people. And if you're in business, you can. The only difference is you're of service to other. people. They need your service. You need an exchange of of monetary compensation. That's a fair. fair I call. I say fair exchange is not robbery. True. Right. So you can, you can exchange your gifts when you're in business, you exchange your gifts, your talents, your solutions, um, for, for compensation and, and, and everyone wins. Right. And when, and and also even aside from just the business aspect of it, just from, um, like a sisterhood perspective, it's, there's, there is joy in helping and serving other people. Right. And I, and when you when you help other people, it always comes back to you some kind of way. It does. It it always comes back. It always comes back to you. Other people, it always comes back to you. <laughs> right. It comes back to you. Yeah. So yeah. So it has been a pleasure. It's been an honor having you here today. Um, Dr. Shelley Hipsky is you know she is just she's a rock star, and I love her. And, um, <laughs> and I, and I just, I am grateful for you. I'm grateful for the community, um, that you have built. I'm looking forward to reading this 13th book that I know is going to be another international bestseller seller. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just, I just want to thank you for, for coming by today. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you and 
I, I really respect you for all that you've done. And I'm delighted that, that I'm on your podcast now. This oh, is ex- <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting. We, we, you know, we've shared a lot of platforms together. Uh, we've supported each other a lot in our various um, endeavors. Um, and, and that's important too. It's important to cheer other people on. It's, it's important to be happy for the successes of other women and, you know, especially women. Cause we know, Sometimes that's a whole nother conversation uh, about how that can be. But I just consider myself um, blessed to have you in my life and, and other uh, amazing women um, that give to me. And I just feel it's my obligation and it's an honor and an obligation for me to be able to give back and to continue to serve. I enjoy it. And, and it's just, you know, it's, it's just a part of who, what I am, what I do. And that's probably why there's this connection even with you and I is because I feel that same energy with you. I feel, I feel like you are, um, you know, you're successful in your own right, but I also feel like you want everyone else around you to win. And I think that's critically important, right? I completely agree. And I mean, you got you got to do a little bragging on yourself here, Savelle. I mean, oh. about the the incredible charitable giving that you've been doing, and um, tell tell a little about that. You got <laughs> your show. <laughs> well, I will. This is what I will say. This is what I will say. I I believe that um, we are um, blessed to be a blessing, right? And um, I have had a lot of success in my business. Um, one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is because I want to share with the listeners, um, not just my journey, but the journey of a lot of other successful entrepreneurs, because again, it hasn't been an easy road. It's been a road that we just refuse to get interrupted on. That's why, you know, the show is called Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted, because we're entrepreneurs that are soaring and we refuse to be stopped, right? Um, but one of the things that I will say Um, is this. When you do get to a point of success in your life where your your blessings have have been very fruitful, I think it's critically important that you have a charitable aspect to your your business, to your life. And I know like for for one of the things I, I recently did for um, Inspiring Lives and for the Global Sisterhood was we had a charity event. I love shoes. And so we had a charity. Event. <laughs> we, had, we had a charity event in, in New York and um, the Christian Louboutin store. They were you know, amazing and awesome. And um, they actually closed the store down and they allowed me to have an event there. Uh, my birthday desire was to be able to give back to charity. I usually do. I mean, we did it last year. Last year we had a yacht party and I donated. I just really believe that we really do have to give to people that are less fortunate and people that are, you know, I haven't always been, I I wasn't raised with a silver spoon in my mouth. I didn't just create, um, I created my businesses with, you know, blood, sweat, and and tears. Right. Um, And I want to be able to support other women and other entrepreneurs and other people. And so, you know, we had that charity event and we raised a lot of money um, and it did a lot of good for a lot of people, a lot of women a lot of children, a lot of people that, that are less fortunate. And so what I just want to say, I'm going to just end with this. Um, I, I just want all the listeners to understand that when you do become successful, don't forget 
the less fortunate. And don't forget the people who came. Don't forget the people that are where you once were, right? Um, and, and just if you can be a resource to those people, trust me, the floodgates of blessings on your business are just going to automatically come. Um, and, and, and I, and I, I just encourage people, I encourage entrepreneurs because you know what entrepreneurs, we create the wealth in this country, you know, entrepreneurs, um, and, 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 and hardworking people as well, um, create the people that are out there putting their services, their products and, and all of the, their programs into the world are the ones that are generating the, the, the money that's coming into the world. And yeah. so if you are helping generate this money, but we have to understand that sometimes um, there are some people that are less fortunate and they can't get to those resources. And if we can just share and, and, and help and give back, I'm not talking about to just lazy people that just want to hand out. I'm talking about people that generally can use a lifting hand, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the single mom that's struggling and she wants to get the business going. Um, the woman who, you know, husband just left them and, and, and they have like, they don't know what they're going to do, but they have talents and gifts they're trying to put out into the world. I'm talking about the younger Shelleys of the world, the younger Chevelles, the teenage mom who had an aspiration to be a prosecutor or to be an attorney, uh, to be a business coach who wants to turn back around and help the world. I find that if you open up your heart and, and, and are passionate about helping other people, then you'll get further in life. So I, I, I want, I, I just want that to sit right there. Would you not agree? Great. I just wanted to, I just want us to marinate in it and take it in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to wrap up now. Um, it's been a pleasure and an honor having Dr. Shelly Hipsky here on Sorepreneurs uninterrupted i want you guys to make sure that you tune in next week so we can continue this conversation about how you can soar in your business despite the obstacles and how you can find the opportunity in those obstacles and how you can take your life and your business to the next level thank you so much everyone for tuning in and until the next time remember keep on soaring uninterrupted have a good day Thank you for listening to this episode of Sorepreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson, where entrepreneurs like you get empowered and educated with business and legal strategies they need to build and scale successful businesses. Join us every week as we continue these entrepreneurial conversations. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, please visit ChevelleMcPherson.com and click on the podcast link. Be sure to subscribe so you get notified when new episodes are released. Remember, your successful business may be on the other side of an interruption. So keep soaring uninterrupted so you can have the income you desire, the peace of mind you deserve, and a lifestyle you've designed. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.